Welcome to the Real Fit, Real Talk podcast with your hosts, Kevin Jeffrey. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Fit, Real Talk podcast with me, your host, Kevin Jeffrey. Today, we're going to delve into a, a subject that I've been teasing a little bit over the last couple of weeks um, because it's something that has really uh, it, captured my imagination really over the last couple of years that I've been sort of looking into it and, and talking about it with others. And and today, we, we, I want to sort of introduce it again and open the door to you guys and sort of sort of see if you've got ideas or questions that you might want to ask around this and it's to do with the personality types now obviously you know psychologists have been using it for years and everything else and it's something that you know people study and, and there's a big wide scope of tests that you can do to do this but there's you know from, from what my experience has taught me um, most things can be kind of picked up and kind of looked upon and played with and, and the ideas are there that are fairly simple that everyone can use and that's what I try to do with any subject that we go into. So we're going to delve into those today and have a little look at each one uh, and start talking about them a little bit more. Um, but first and foremost, as always, thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the listens. Um, it means a lot to know that, that you know some people are listening to this. I have conversations with people and get some questions through. Um, if you have any questions or anything you want us to cover, uh, connect at realfitonline.co.uk is our email address. You can get to catch us on there or obviously on the socials. You can just throw us a message. Um, I'm always happy to kind of look into other things. And as I say, as we go into the future weeks and months, uh, as lockdown eases, um, we'll be getting some more guests involved and having more conversations over the things we've talked about already, but it gives us an opportunity to do that. And if you would like to come in maybe and have a conversation, then we can do that as well. I'm open to you know exploring as many avenues as possible and having as many conversations as possible to help people understand how they can better reach their fitness goals and achieve the goals that they set out to in life. Um, so let's go into it then, personality types. You know, the, the question I ask at the top of the podcast is, is are you really in control of your choices? Um, which is kind of an open question and it kind of leads you down the line to think that probably it's a straightforward answer. It's going to be a yes or a no. But as all with everything in life, it's always going to be a shade of grey that, you know, there are going to be things that we do um, that are, are our own free will, our own choice. And there are going to be things that we kind of instinctively do because that's just who we are and, and you know, the things we've learned through through the years and generations. So, you know, when it comes to personality types, um, you know, psychiatrists have been using, um, you, know, so, you know, psychological tests with people during their sessions to kind of see where they lie, where the problems may lie psychologically that they can delve into and, 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 and help know repair or, or, or identify at least so that people can help fix those problems and, and move on and and become uh, you know more comfortable with who they are and how they feel about things you know you often have these personality traits built over years you know it's going to be from experiences you may have gone through in life it will be from you know your your friends and family your parents uh, your grandparents you know all these sort of influences you have through your life will teach you things and give you sort of principles that you build in and they become actually part of your personality part of the traits and the decisions that you make will be built up from all those things so it's not going to be something that you kind of you know pick up straight away and, and do it's just gonna be something you naturally start doing and what we're trying to do today is not necessarily say that you are going to be 100 percent this one type, um, you know, because that's never going to be the case. You know, the, the psychiatrists talk about the big five and, and, and they, you know, they generally talk about, um, you know, it's, it's like openness and conscientious, conscientiousness uh, and words I can't say, uh, you know, and how 
you know, introverted or extroverted you may be. And all those different levels then build into a, you know, that, that personality that you are, and it can make it very individual to you. But, but generally what I've read up on and then looked upon it, you know, it generally falls under three main brackets. And as you know, with me, I, I enjoy uh, three, three is a, is a magic number. And it's something that I, I tend to do. It, it breaks down in my mind much simpler. And within these three types of personality that we're going to talk about, um, it's not necessarily to say that these are the only three types and I'm right and everyone else is wrong. You know, I'm never going to be like that. And, I, and I'm not going to argue about something that I have no right argument about. You know, for, for me, this is my understanding of it and where I come with it. And then I, when I talk to people, we can kind of, you know, go along the lines and figure out more as we go. Um, so I'm going to introduce to you the three personality types that are mainly what I see as sort of the big, broad brush strokes. And then within those, this, this is a spectrum. This is not just you know, you're going to fall in this category and that's what you are, but you could find that you have traits of, of, you know, one of the sort of personality types and then you may have, you know, traits from another personality type, but you then you find that there's one that is mainly you and that's generally how it goes, but they all feed into each other anyway. And this is what we'll explain now. So what are the personality types? So with type ones, uh, we've, got, we've got type ones, type two and type three, obviously we'll start with type ones and they're going to be the top of the pile because they are generally the alpha, they're generally the alpha type personality. Um, they love to lead the groups. They love to, you know, lead by examples and just go into it and, and have a go. Um, they're often fairly um, impatient um, with, you know, getting things done and they will, you know, often come up with an idea and then want to get it done straight away. They won't want to wait on it. They won't want to talk about it. They won't want to, you know, hear other people's opinions of it are negative or positive. They generally are impatient and not just with the, the sort of the result they want to get from it, but also with other people. And they will often find that they will then step over other people and say, OK, well, if you're not going to help me along getting this done now, then I'll just get it done and find a, you know someone that does kind of attitude. It's a very, you know, attacking kind of leading example of, of what they can do. They're very goal driven. Um, and often you'll find that the top end successful people in businesses and, and generally in life are going to be predominantly type one type personalities and people that just go out there it's not to say that you can't be successful in type two or type three that's you know be ridiculous thing to say but the type one personality is the one you'll probably see more because they're the ones that like to be center of attention and out there and in your face and telling you what they think and it's why, you know, a lot of influencers, um, you know, that are in the, in the industry now, you know, a lot of the stronger ones are normally these kind of alpha types. And it's because they can kind of stand there and say, these are the principles I stand by and this is it. And you should follow me doing this because I am right. And, you, you know, I am superior to you. So you should just follow me. And that's kind of how it works. And, and people tend, you know, you, you'll find the people that are the, the followers will come up and follow these people because they are the, the ones that are so sure of themselves, whether they're right or wrong or whatever they have to back themselves up, they will just back themselves 110% and you will listen to what they say. Um, often as well, they work very well in sales roles. So they will tend to, you know, as I just said there, they, they can explain something to you in a way that makes them seem like they know exactly what they're talking about and this is the one answer you have so you would then follow them and and take on board what they say and they will sell you you know the, the old south selling ice to eskimos you know type one personalities that are just on it and going for it and you know giving you that thing that you you apparently need that's what they like to do so type one uh, as i say alpha type 
Um, and, and predominantly with people like this, they don't do very well under authority. So what you may find is that if you exert some types of alpha, maybe it's because you don't like being told what to do. Um, it's a huge part of being with type one. Um, it, you know, they want to be the leader. They want to lead that thing. And if they work in environments where they are being told what to do by someone above them, unless that person is like a super alpha, like a, you know, one step above who they can aspire to be, or even, you know, just eventually look at, look at themselves and saying, well, one day I'm just going to overtake that person and I'll be the alpha. But it, that, that's, you know, that is very much what they are. They want to be the leader. They love to lead. They love to tell people what to do. And they love to just get out there and, and get it done. Bosh, job done. So type one is a very interesting personality type because again, you can, you know, depending where you fall, you might see that as a positive, you might see that as a negative, but, but very much every single type has its role. And that's what's great about the world. And, you know, it's, it's a multicolored world and, and that's what we work with. As I say, it's not a black and white world we live in. And being, being, you know, the, the type ones are very much needed. You always need a leader. You always need someone to take a group forward. So that is a huge part of what they do. So type ones, that alpha type, you know, really interesting type to, to, to look into and, and to go from there. And it, as I say, as we go further into this, into the future, we'll break these down even more and we'll start talking about the particular types and the things and the traits that you might want to look at for yourself. But, you know, if you're very goal driven, if you like to love to lead people and you are impatient and want things done straight away, then, you know, you probably find that you're predominantly a type type one uh, personality type. The next type is a type two. Now, type two, simply put, I've put down as people pleasers. So um, I am a typical type two. I am, you know, this is this is me down to a T. And the, the reason I know that is because I can look at my past self and my current self and the personality traits that, that click into type twos are always about people pleasing, you know, making sure people are looking at you in a good way, you know? So, so when you, you know, when you go into social environments and everything else, then you'll always try to get along with everyone around you. You always try and find a... a something that is similar to that person that you are having a communication with or, or with that group so that they can then see you as an equal and then you can get along and talk about particular things. So you may find you go into a, a group environment, maybe you've gone on a course, maybe you go to uh, you know a, a social gathering um, and you will kind of look out for people and personality types and see how people react, see what people are talking about and then try and find a way into conversations via that particular subject. So you're not necessarily going to lead every conversation. You're actually going to look at what people are doing and kind of be a chameleon, a social chameleon in that sense and, and find a way to get into that conversation. Um, and you can still talk about yourself and you're still, you know, it's not as if you're you're, you're just doing, talking about exactly what we say. You can still turn that conversation at certain points, but you're very much in that, in that mindset when you're in that type two. Um, type twos are also very good at working in teams. And the reason they are so great at working in teams is because like I said, they are people pleasers. So they are very good number two under a type one. So if you have an alpha who leads and goes for it and says, right, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. You want your type twos there because your type twos will then feed off that and work well within a group to get the task complete so that it can please that type one. They can please their leader and also find common ground with the team so that they can take the jobs that maybe other people don't want to do and they can kind of take that on board. So type twos are very good, as I say, as well as being social chameleons, they're very good in terms of that they will try and take up the part of the or the role that is not being used, even to the point where, where type two at the top end, um, as I say, works in that spectrum. But type two that has maybe some type one personality traits, um, they 
you know, at certain situations can be a leader. They can lead a group, but it's just they prefer if they are second in command down. You know, that, that's where they're going to be. They're going to be the, working as a team and building things, and it's not going to be the responsibility is not going to be thrust upon them. Um, and the other thing that really, you know, and this is something that I talked about in, in previous posts, uh, and and really this is where when I, when I read this part about the type two, it kind of really resonated with me. Uh, the other the other two ones do as well because I massively that is how I am. I you know I, I I will always change my personality type to whatever group I'm in. If I'm talking with my you know the lads, I'll become you know a bit more um, you know lad lad lads kind of you know. I'd start mis mispronouncing my words, not pronouncing my T's and my R's, you know, and, and, and very much get having that, that that banterish kind of conversation. But then I can very easily change how I talk and how I am around other groups because I have to find that common ground so that I can get into that that mindset and talking about it. So as I say, that's a big tick for me. But this last one, which is procrastinating a lot, something that type twos are very good at is finding ways to waste time. And as I say, so you might find that this is something that you do anyway, and everyone might have this slight procrastination in them, but for a type two personality, we tend to get distracted quite quickly and you know can, can not do, if it's not an urgent piece of work, for example, we can procrastinate and, and, and put it off for, for so long. But then when it becomes a last minute thing, we work very well under that pressure to get the work done. So we often procrastinate to the point where it's like, right, we, we need to get it done now. And then when you need to get it done, suddenly you kick into gear and you can just smash it out of the park. So what you will find is, is if you work very well under screw pressure, under short uh, you know, timeframes, you may be because of that type two personality you have, you're just very quick to go, okay, well, you know, we, how long we got six months, not a problem. You know, five months later, you suddenly realize, oh my God, we've got a month left and we, we haven't really started in that month. You can do five months worth of work and catch yourself up and get the work done. That's the kind of the type two personality and how they work. They will, they will literally stay up night and day to get it done and put themselves under a massive amounts of stress to get it done, but they will get it done because they want to be pleased pleasing to the leader pleasing to the other members of the group people pleasers so they will do it to not lose face and to not uh seem like they know, don't know what they're doing so it's a very interesting personality type because it's not as if they're not hard workers but it's also they will do think a lot of things to look good to the outside world and that's why i say it's probably one of the hardest things to take on board if you say oh yeah i'm a type two i'm a social butterfly i can do all these things but actually the the negative almost is is that you know you you, you are um, you you know you you're mainly doing things to get the praise, whereas type ones will tend to just think that they're doing a great job anyway, even if they're getting praise or not. And then we we'll go into the type threes in a second, but th that's yes, I said the type twos are very a mixed bag, and it has probably one of the biggest spectrums between um, what are called type two A's, type two B's, and as I say, I don't want to break it down too much more than this, but you know there there are, there are type twos that work very well and. Um, you know, when adrenaline kicks in, they can very much take on that, as I say, the, the type one type personalities and be very social and out there. And then, but also in the type twos, you can come towards the type three, which is now what we're going to talk about in a second, but you can be a bit more introverted and actually don't have that aspect of your personality where you like to talk into groups and stuff like that. So type two is quite a broad stroke, but it's, the, the, you know, the main points we look at, tries to get along with everyone, works great as a team and procrastinates, and, but can do things in the last minute. They're, they're kind of the big ticks. Uh, that might mean that you are that type two personality. And the last type is the type three, which I've noted as risk avoidance. Now, 
what people will instantly think is because I am a type two and I, you know, it's, it's kind of like a class system. You know, you look up to type ones because they're the leader and you follow what they say and you look down on type threes. But that's not true because as I'm a type two, I actually get on very well with type threes because I try and find their where they're at and try and help them and talk to them and communicate with them because I want to kind of, you know, understand them. I want to work in a team. I, I like I like discovering new personalities and new ways of being. So as long as the type threes aren't too far gone into their anxiety and, and don't want to talk to anyone, then, you know, I, you know, type threes are, are an essential, they're probably the most essential part of the cog. And the reason they are the most essential part of the cog is because they are the planners. They function better with a plan and they always want to make plans to ensure that there's a structure in place so that things work properly. So with your type ones, you can say that they're great because they can take on things on board and lead and, and give instruction and go for it. The type twos are great because they will do the work no matter what. And if you, you know, tell them to do something, they'll try and do it the best job they can to please everyone and make sure they get a the thing. But without the type threes who are much more about setting up the plan, setting up the system, setting up the things that are going to make sure that it works in the long run, you know, data analysis and making sure that, you know, they see what's not working and then making sure they fix that so the next time it will work properly. The risk avoider is the person that really is the secret source of any successful team. And without the type threes, everyone's just, you know, second guessing themselves and just doing things for the here and now and for the instant gratification. The type threes are always about the long game. They're always about playing it safe and getting things done and ticking the boxes to make sure that they know exactly what they're doing so that if the process comes around again or the problem comes around again, they can fix it straight away. So risk avoider may sound like a negative annotation straight away, but it's not a, a negative thing because you know it's not the case that they will never take a risk or they'll never do anything worth doing because they're not willing to take a risk what it's saying is is that they will always sit back and be a lot more analytical and a lot more um, thoughtful about what they're actually doing and why they're doing it so really they're, they're just not going to waste their time trying to come up with useless ideas or trying to do things that aren't going to give them a result they want to play it safe play the percentages and do the right things and so that's why they're such an integral cog in terms of the three types and the, the sort of the, I suppose you can say the negative for them, as I say, for the, for the, for the type ones, it may be that they're like a bull in a china shop sometimes and they don't really think about what others are thinking. They just want to get the thing done in their minds and, and they, they're very sure of what they're doing. Type twos may procrastinate a bit and may, you know, may say things to the last minute or may, you know, or tend to kind of, you know, try to please too many people so they maybe don't get the job done correctly. With the type threes, the big thing with them, and, and it's not, again, it's not a negative, it's just a aspect of the personality, aspect of the trait that they have. But they can let anxiety rule their decisions sometimes. And, and with anxiety, you know, it's not always going to be a positive thing. So where they can play it safe and where they are much better at planning, where they're data-driven is a really good thing. Um, but, but type threes are generally quite anxious people and they tend to worry a lot more about things than they probably should. So they'll, they'll see the glass half empty and think that, you know, that worst, the worst scenario is always going to happen. And obviously we know in life that that's not always the case. Now it's always good to plan for the worst and prepare for the best or was it, was it plan for the best and prepare for the worst. But either way around, the idea is, is that with people with high anxiety, their problem is that they believe that the worst case scenario is always going to happen. So 
it's good then to have the type twos that can then maybe talk them up and be more positive light and be more of a people pleaser and get them into a good mindset. It's good to have the type ones to lead and to take it on board. And as you can start seeing from that flow, if you have a team of people that have a type one, that have type twos, that have type threes within them, it's the perfect scenario. And it's actually what you want. Too many of one type is never going to be a good thing. And too much, you know, too many, too many type ones will just mean lots of, you know, heads button together and and a lot of you know anger and 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 sort of who wants to be the alpha kind of contests are going to take place you know type twos if you have too many type twos you might just have a load of people that don't generally get the work done until the last minute it's rushed it's not really thought through it's you know they're, they're not really heading to any sort of deadline straight away they can kind of put things off they probably spend more time socializing than they actually will doing any work so it wouldn't be good to have just a group of type twos together and then type threes Obviously, if you just have everyone in type threes, they may never take the, the essential risks or move forward or make that approach that they need to make to, you know, seal a contract, seal a deadline, seal all these things that the type ones and the type twos will can work towards. So it really, really needs to ensure that when you're working in groups, that if you have people that are predominantly these three types, if you've got a good mix in the group, then you're always going to have a successful team. You're always going to have a successful group moving forward. So that's really where identifying where you lay in that group and identifying where, where you are as a personality type is actually quite a positive thing because then you can kind of say, well, this is what I'm best at and this is what I can bring to this team. And these are my positive traits that I can do. You know, you're not, if you're not willing to accept or learn about the, the, the pitfalls of that personality type, then you're never going to really change in a sense of taking charge of what you do best and knowing those, those positive things. So, you know, when you find, when you're looking at a personality types and when you're looking at how you are as a person, you know, much like when you're looking at your fitness, much like when you're looking at your nutrition, much like when you're looking at your mindset in general, you know, these things, are, you're going to have weaknesses, you're going to have flaws, you're going to have problems. That's just human nature. That's how you're going to be. But if you just ignore them, ignorance is bliss, but at the end of the day, you're not really fixing anything and you're not really building yourself as a person. And that's where, you know, understanding where you may lay most sense is going to be an important aspect of you and then and saying well you know i do this and i do that. you know for myself as i say as a type two um you know under under stimulus and under high adrenaline situations we tend to change our personality types and become a bit more alpha like in that sense and sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing you know um i'm sure we've all woken up the next day after getting drunk and and, and saying or, or doing stupid things that we wish we didn't do and that is kind of how it works with with, with type twos, they can be the worst for that because they, once they have a few drinks, their personalities can can change or waver, and they can do things that they probably wouldn't do when they were when they were sober or, or not under that adrenaline rush. So it's very much the idea. I mean, if I can think of it in terms of exercise, um, when I'm on, on, under high adrenaline, for example, I tend to want to show off a lot more, and I tend to want to kind of lead that group. I want to I want to be the best, or I want to be the fastest, or I want to. You know, I want to lift the heaviest weight, and which is why I don't tend to work great in a in a group environment. Though I, you know, get along with people and I and I love training with other people, it, it can sometimes be detrimental to my training if I do that all the time. So I pick and choose when I train with other people, but predominantly I train by myself because then I'm not trying to compete with other people or show off. I'm competing with myself, and my adrenaline levels kick in. I can just push myself and go forward from there. So that's, as I say, the, the negative aspect of what I can do under training. And you've got to make sure that you understand that so that you can get a better training effect out of it, you know? So wherever you lay, it's going to, it's going to help you. And, 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 you know, really what you want to be doing is embrace what makes you special 
within that thing. So as I say, I just picked on a positive. Uh, so what I did is I kind of turned it around and said, okay, well, if, you know, under good environments, if I tend to try and go a bit too hard and I don't back off enough, then I need to train mostly on my own, but have little times where I do train with other people because I do enjoy that social element from there. But with each type, you know, type ones, you know, very much they're the inspirers. They're the ones that are going to inspire people for greater things. They're normally the ones that come up with these great speeches and these great talks where they're talking about, you know, what you what you're capable of. And they can see that within people and they can make great coaches, even though they are very much, you know, they're driven by their own. You know, they maybe don't understand why you can't do something that they can do. Sometimes that's what a type one will t- tend to sort of be in that personality trait. But they were they're great inspirers and great leaders. And that is what you need in any situation, any organization, and especially maybe in fit this and in health so watching these inspirational youtube videos or you know speeches from people on on the tv or from movies type ones the leaders the inspirers they're going to move you forward so if you're a type one you can be a great inspiration to people and you can bring people forward Uh, it's a great trait to have type twos will work tirelessly to help others so it's not just a case of saying you know i'm only going to do this to show off and make people like me but they, they're just great workers and they will they will do what you know do the job necessary to get things done uh, and so it's a great type to be but if you are, are a type two to be a people pleaser means that you are making other people happy and you're making other people see you in a good light but that that works in in a positive way and, and it means that you're always trying to help people out and really with the type two you can kind of be the glue that helps the type ones and the type threes combine and and work with their positivity and build the team up to be successful. So the type twos are are kind of the filling of the sandwich uh, and are are hugely important to the flavor of that sandwich. I'm I'm hungry, so I'm talking about sandwiches now. And then type threes, you know, again, you could look at it in a negative way. You say, oh, well, they're very anxious. They're very negative. They're very, you know, they play it safe all the time. But as I said earlier, They'll be the brains of the organization. They're generally type threes are going to be the more analytical people, the thinkers, the the people that are going to take things forward. So rather than looking at them as, oh, you know, they're just the, they're they're the geeks, they're the the people that are going to, you know, slow everything down. They're the people that are really going to make sure the organization is a success because they are going to come up with the systems and the plans and make things much more efficient in the long run because they are thinking every day about, those numbers and about how to make them better. So as you see, if you fall into the one of these categories, then that's fine. Don't think it as a positive or negative in terms of that sense, but you have an important role to play in whatever situation you're in, in whatever organization you're in, you will be an important cog to that overall machine that makes that success. So what we want to start thinking about today, the question you want to ask yourself is where do you see yourself falling into more. And as I say, we'll go into this a little bit more detail. And if you've got questions or things you want to go over, then obviously send them in and we can talk about this in more detail. But do you feel you're more of a type one? Do you feel like you lead more? Do you feel like more of a type two? Do you feel that you are a team player, like, you know, trying to work with people and find your their level to make sure that you can work well as a team? Or do you find you are a type three and you're much better analytical thinking and, and creating systems to better off uh, yourself and the team and how they perform? Think about that straight away. Think about how you how you fit in in your work, maybe how you fit in in your home life, how you fit in with your friends. Um, these are all good indications of where you may be. And, and the good thing is to start thinking about, start opening the door of the per- possibilities of what personality type you're at. And as I say, when we bring people in, I'll, I'm, you know, this is one thing I'm going to start thinking of talking with them about because I think this is an interesting aspect of different coaches, different people, where they lie 
in the world and how they can influence it. So I hope you enjoy that one, guys. As always, uh, connect at realfitonline.co.uk. You can send your questions in there, your feedback. Likes and shares on social media always help. Um, I hope you're enjoying these. And as I say, the more feedback I can get, the more questions I can get, the more I can bring this podcast forward. Um, But that is me out for another day. Just be awesome. Go get that day. And I'll speak to you guys next week. Catch you later.